What's up, everybody? Welcome to another fantastic episode of Hooked on Sonics. We are your hosts. I'm Bruce over here, and that is Tone Cuphone over there. Uh, this week, the, or we are continuing our series celebrating uh, Black History Month with some of our favorite African-American artists uh, from all kinds of different genres. And this week is no exception. This week, we are going to uh, discuss Parliament's Mothership Connection and the Isley Brothers um, album. What was it, Tony? What was it? I can't remember. Eternal. Eternal. Uh, anyway, and that was my pick that I gave him. What the heck? Anyway, we got all that. Um, lots to get into with that. Um, music news, um, lots to go over there. Um, obviously some, some drinks to talk about, but before we get into that, we need to know one thing. Tone, how are you? Good evening. I am good fine. Evening. I am doing good. Just been a busy day, man. I just, uh, you ever had your day kind of planned out and all of a sudden something kind of gets thrown in or a couple things happen and it throws your whole day off. And then that's kind of where I was today. So I, did, I didn't really get a chance to sit down and review this album. <laughs> well, this could be a pretty <laughs> short show. No, I didn't listen kidding. to it. I'm just kidding. I actually just had that a couple hours ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, just my day got kind of thrown off, man. I've been trying to figure out some settings on my computer for um, just some audio recording stuff that I'm working on. But other than that, yeah, just same old, same old, man. Very cool. What have you been listening to this week in any of your free time? Um, I haven't been in the car a lot. So listening to, trying to find something for you to listen to. And I really wanted to throw something good in your ear this week. Um. I uh, started do started to do a dive on the Delphonics, but got busy. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to the first Delphonics album, and uh, you know, and another another great classic R and B soul album. Um, I was listening to some Church of Misery today. Uh, listened to some Heavy Temple. I was listening to a lot of hip hop this week, man. A lot of hip hop, some Easy E, just because uh, the show is kind of taking a direction over in that. Era and I was just you know just kind of seeing if there was anything particular that I wanted to give give you give to you there and it actually helped me find something because I on one of my USB sticks I roll around with I have enough with rap and hip hop and um, this actually kind of helped me go you know what oh yeah it's also got soul and R and B on it but um I think I got a good album for you I'm looking forward to reviewing the album you gave me uh, what have you been listening to? Well, let me tell you, I was kind of doing the same thing. I was trying to, so after this week, we've got two more picks, I believe, um, for for this month. So I was trying to finalize the last two albums I was going to give you. I'm pretty sure I've got the last one down for you, but always subject to change. Um, was listening, on a separate note, I was listening to a lot of uh, Dale Watson, um, a lot of uh, Joe Rogan podcasts. Um, and of course, I had to listen to some more um, Funkadelic stuff because um, I really enjoy their work. I listen to a little bit more Parliament too. So yeah. just to kind of see, just to kind of see, okay, how's this stack up to the other stuff? So, so did, um, it make, did it make sense when I told you like Funkadelic was more along the lines of psychedelic rock? And, yeah, no, you know, yeah. And then Parliament was more along the lines of, you know, uh, R&B, soul, funk type thing, you know? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely get into that um, as we as we walk through that. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's definitely kept me busy. 
for sure. Oh, by the way, I started listening to another audio book by uh, Dave Grohl. Um, I, f- I forget the name of the book off the top of my head, uh, but it's Dave Grohl's like autobiography, and it's fantastic so far. Fantastic. Nice. What an interesting dude. I wonder if he talks about that whole incident with Courtney. Uh, I haven't you, got there you, yet. I wonder, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd want to hear his take on that. Yeah. No, I we, can't. We, we, knew her t- we knew her take on it. Yeah. She made that very apparent. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. We drank it this evening. Well, this again was brought to me by my friend Alex Oaks. Shout out to Oaksy. This is by Six Point Brewery. It's a pilsner. Uh, it is a pilsner. Pills, to be exact. Uh, it's called the Crisp. And it is out of Brooklyn, New York. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. And probably made with New York water. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why that did that. So we're going to give that a 1.0? No shit. That's about <laughs> all I got to drink off the damn thing. All right. Wow. I swear I haven't even touched this thing. Other than to get it out of the fridge. Here we go. One more. Right. Got a lot of got a lot of head on that. That's good. That's really good. Uh, I kind of compare it. I kind of compare it to. Um, Yeehaw Breweries uh, Pilsner. Um, it's a it's got it's definitely got a, a sharper taste than say you know um other pilsners that are out there um 5.4 percent alcohol which is pretty standard for a pilsner um this is really good i would definitely check more of this out i'll give it a four it's not the best thing i've ever had in the world but i'm not disappointed in it give it a four yeah. Nice. I mean, I've only got half a beer left, but, you know. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. What about you, my friend? Pondering on it? Well, I am having a wonderful Memphis Mark water. No, no, no. And the big glass no. beside me. Been kind of sipping on this uh, uh, bourbon and lemonade. Classic drink that you and I both know we love. Yeah, absolutely. And this has the uh, very old Barton in it. I just, uh, okay. Crack that bad boy open. And uh, this is a um, 100-proof bourbon, uh, handcrafted bourbon. Uh, it is a very cheap bourbon. But in my personal opinion, if you have access to it, it is the best bargain bourbon on the market. Okay. And uh, it rates in my top five bourbons because I w- it would be, if it was readily available to me all the time, this would be my go-to cheap bourbon. Um, Interesting. Amazing. It is It is. It is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Give me one second. I'll take a sip of the drink here. Go ahead. Good luck, man. I'm going to tell you what. Tell me. I'm going to give it a five all day long. Mm. I have to, If it falls in my top five, it's probably a five. And, you know, um, it's a great mixer. It's a great sipper. Uh, it is a wonderful, wonderful bourbon. I have not tried the other offerings in the 80, 90 proof or whatever, but the 100 proof go with it, man. If you run across that, um, I can't remember the exact price on it. It's really, really cheap. You can get a liter of uh, 1.75 liter. Um, I think for right around 20, 30 bucks, 25, 30 bucks, maybe. Um, I'm actually using one of those for my infinity bottle, but this thing is, uh, it's a tasty beverage. It's a tasty beverage. Five point. Oh, a very old, very, cool. very, very old Barton. Okay. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, man. 
Well, let's talk some news, man. I yeah. Think was, I think we, I saw over at our friends at Blabbermouth, man, there was a lot of tour stuff going on. And huh. The big one they've got up top there is ACDC announces a 2024 tour. Now, is that just European? I don't know. It just says announce a 2024 tour. Um, okay. Let's see. A new lizard species was named after Iron Maiden's Bruce Dickinson. That's interesting <laughs> to know. Um, Crowbar announces a March-April 2024 U.S. tour. Robert Plant and Allison Krauss announce Can't Let Go 2024 U.S. tour. In This Moment announces God Mode Spring 2024 U.S. tour with Kim Dracula and Mike's Dead. Uh, Helmet announces a spring tour uh in the North American region with the Cro-Mags. Symphony X announces a May-June 2024 North American tour with Heathen. The Mars Volta announces a June 2024 tour as well. Uh, Pearl Jam announces Dark Matter 2024 uh, world tour. If you're a Pearl Jam fan, you may want to get to check that out. Uh, Santana and Counting Crows announced Oneness 2024 uh, North American tour. Uh, Daltrey scores a number one at the Active Rock with Artificial, or at Active Rock with Artificial. Um, let's see here real quick. I know I saw something else. Uh, the new Merciful Fate music is on the way. Uh, that comes from the be uh, bassist Becky Baldwin. Um, Foreigner's Jeff Pilson felt farewell tour doesn't mean we're going away. Uh, tool fans won't have to wait 13 years for follow-up to Fear Inoculum, so you may want to get over here and check some of these things out. Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath touring drummer Tommy Clufettos announces March 2024 tour dates. And let's see. So, yes, that is uh, ACDC tour. is a spring-summer 2024 European tour. Very cool. So Did you see year. who's... Do you see who's going to be the bass player taking over for Cliff Williams? Who? Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. Imagine that. This is, these guys are inter-swapping cats for some yeah. reason there. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Duff's, is, Duff's a great bass player. Uh, yeah. Super cool dude. So I'm happy for him. Yeah. I don't see anything else that's worth saying anything about, man. Uh, oh, we want to mention this real quick. Ozzy Osbourne, Foreigner, Jane's Addiction among nominees for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. So, uh, that'll be interesting to find out. I, I'm i so over the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've been a few times and just this whole general being of it's just all over the place. You know? Mm -hmm. And I don't agree with it constantly. From having to notice there, it looks like you got a snaggy new hood hoodie on there, bud. Oh, yes. yes, sir. We we have now got matching hooked on Sonic's uh zip up hoodies. Yeah. If there's an interest out there, let us know. We we might put together a merch order for you. So if there's any interest, uh leave us a comment, shoot us a shoot us a text, whatever. I think the next thing I'm going to order us is T-shirts with the big logo on it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, when how's, how's, how's it feel? Oh, it's very comfortable, very comfortable. And then when we're ready to do that, we'll uh, we'll talk about it off the air. But we can get with Johnny on that okay. and get a good deal. So really, on the T-shirts, mm -hmm. nice. Okay. He designs all the all the logos and orders all the stuff for lost and found so okay nice yes, sir. yeah man nice yeah let's not forget those cats over there just real quick we're going to plug those dudes lost and found records there in uh, knoxville tennessee be sure to check them out if you're into vinyl collections once again that's lost and found records we want to say give a shout out to those cats we give a shout out to the cats over here in columbus ohio at use kids records and magnolia thunder pussy if you're into vinyl go ahead and check those cats out uh, for the last thing I'd like to mention, if you're into music, please check out your Promo West concert lineup and your cats at the King of Clubs. Uh, those cats are amazing. They've been in business for 
two or three years now, man, and they're just really bringing in some talent, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Kings of Clubs is really taken off, uh, and it's good to see. It's yeah. damn good to see. Good deal, man. And, you know, you said you had some news as well. Yeah, absolutely. This, uh, today we are recording on February the 13th. Um, some really big happenings uh, on this day. Uh, on this day in 2002, the legendary Waylon Jennings passed away. Um, complications from diabetes. Um, I actually remember when this day happened. I was yeah. absolutely devastated. So, uh, let's see. Tennessee Ernie Ford. He is a uh, tenant, obviously a Tennessee native. Uh, huge legend of you know the original you know country music one of the original country gentlemen uh, in the world had a huge TV show. Um, just, just a huge influence on generations of people. Uh, he was born today in 1919. Uh, no longer here. Let's see. Peter Gabriel. Happy birthday to him. He was oh, born yeah. today yeah, in 1950. Wasn't he the original Genesis thing? He was, he was, uh, let's see, uh, Blind Boy Fuller, uh, original American uh, guitarist, blues singer, um, died today in 1941. And some albums released that was interesting, at least to me, uh, Lucinda Williams. I don't know if you know who that who that lady is. The name she is an, she's an Americana treasure. Um, she released her one of her quintessential albums, uh, West, uh, in, today on 2007. Black Crows released Shake Your Money Maker today in 1990. Wow, I remember that. Such yep. a good album. Oh, such a phenomenal fan, album! Fantastic album, fantastic. Uh, let's see, Black Sabbath released their debut album today in 1970. Congratulations. Yep. Wow. And uh, last but not least, uh, the Fugees released the score today, 1996. That is one of my favorite hip hop albums, man. Are you familiar with that album? Uh, I know I've heard bits and pieces of it for sure. Man, the whole but I don't know great. if I've listened to the whole thing. I may, yeah. I may end up dumping it on you as, as something to review sometime. It is. It, it definitely is probably in my top ten. Yeah. May even be in my top. I don't know. Very cool, man. Very cool. And just one last thing while I'm thinking, while I see it. Uh, Strawberry Fields Forever and uh, Penny Lane was both released today in 1967. Oh, cool. Yeah, man. Cool, cool. And that, my friend, is... The news. The news. Sorry, man, but <laughs> phone's going off in the background. And uh, get your shit together. We're recording professionals, right? But you hear that? Ding, 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 ding. Did you hear that? Shit? Nope. It may come across the recording. Oh, cool, man. Well, let's get an yeah, interview on these albums, man. What you got? We want to. Do, <clears throat> you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah. You know what? I think you went first last time. Uh, so I'll just go ahead and start the start the festivities off. So oh, let's kick it, man! And so you yeah. had Parliament, mm-hmm. the, the Mothership, Mothership Con- Connection. Connection. Yeah. Yes, sir. This was released on December fifteenth, nineteen seventy five, on Casablanca Records. Um, so they were um, label mates with Kiss. That's right, and. Uh, this was their fourth album released by Parliament. So, uh, some interesting notes about this album that I did not know. It was their first album uh, to be certified gold and platinum. Uh, it was added to the Library of Congress for essential albums. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, peak Billboard 200 was at number 13. And their peak on the U.S. R&B charts was number four. Um, yeah, so this is a very 
influential, very um, legendary album for for the genre, and uh, it definitely influenced a lot of people. Oh yeah. Uh, I will say this. I I didn't know how to take this album at first. I had a hard time getting through it the first couple times. Oh, that's horrible to hear, man. Because the stylings of Parliament is different than Funkadelic. And we kind of talked about this a little bit off the air. I am definitely more of a Funkadelic guy. I love more of the guitar work. I love kind of that psychedelic-y stuff that Funkadelic's known for. Now, obviously, having said that, after really giving this a good, I don't know, probably six, seven listens, I get it. Not every one of these songs for me are, are A's, but yeah. It's this such a good. It's a good album, dude. It's a really good album. Um, um, I now here's where it might be a controversial take for me. I don't think it's. I don't think it's Parliament's best album, but it's definitely. It's definitely a a very worthy album to be added to anyone's collection if you're into this kind of music. This is a must-have. Oh yeah. So, uh, Bootsy Collins is uh, super strong on this album. His bass lines are all over this motherfucker. Was he on the mothership? Yep. Yeah, I thought he, he was. was. Yep, and I think he even had some vocals on a couple of tracks, I think. So, uh, let's start off with the P-Funk who wants to get funked up. Oh, that go is- for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I gave this one a B. What? Yep. Uh, I thought I thought it went on a little too long. It was jamming, dude. It's See, that's, fine. Something, that's something you got to understand yeah. is P-Funk jams, dude. Yep. Yep. Uh, it, it was it was fine. It wasn't great. I I enjoyed it. I ended up liking it a lot more as as I was listening to it. You know, the more listens, but, you know, wasn't uh, out of the park for me. Uh, Mother, the second, uh, second uh, track, Mothership Connection, uh, brought to you by Star Child. Star Child. Again, I gave this one kind of a B. I, it's just, it wasn't strong. It wasn't a strong. Those are two of the strongest songs on the album for me. I I disagree. I love that album. Yeah. So I was already and when I like I said, when I first started listening to this, I was like, ugh. I I almost gave him like C's and D's. Like it just it wasn't oh, clicking with me. Dude. It wasn't clicking. So but again I still don't feel like it's clicking. No, it clicks. Cause I'm about ready to tell you, I'm funky UFO fucking slaps. Loved it. Not gave one it of my a, favorites on the album. Huh? Not one of my favorites on the album. But That's ahead. interesting. Yep. And uh, let's see if I can say this without screwing it all up. Uh, super groovalistic cross. Yep, screwed it up. Prosifuncation. Go ahead. I give it an A just so I can, just because I got through the damn title. Oh. No, super cool. Super cool groove on this fucking song. I gave that an A as well. Uh, handcuffs. <laughs> fucking funnier than hell song. Uh, you couldn't really make this song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any song that has the line in it, um, barefoot and pregnant, get barefoot and pregnant. I'm going to keep you handcuffed. To, yeah. I uh, don't think I can get get away these days, but super funny. I think there's a line in there that says, yeah, call me chauvinistic, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny. It's just a funny song. And if you actually listen to it, you can definitely tell it's tongue-in-cheek shit. Yeah. Um, 
no women were harmed in the making of this song. So that we know uh, of. that we know of nothing, nothing reported. I uh, gave that one an A solid, solid song. Um, and then um, the their first million million selling single. Give up the funk. Who's got the funk? <laughs> we got the funk. Uh, if if you've never heard this song in your life, you've obviously lived under a rock. Yeah. This thing has been on so many different movies, uh, TV shows, compilations. This is an absolute classic, all-time great funk song. Simple. But man, just fucking groovy. Um, gave it an A plus. Love that. And then uh, only seven songs on this on this album. So then it ends up with Night of the Pumposaurus um, People. Gave that an A as well. I absolutely loved it. It's a mostly a uh, instrumental. And uh, I'm a little bummed cool. out. You gave this first two tracks. <laughs> Now, yeah. Did you, did you review Star Child? Yeah, yeah, gave it a B. So I'm a little bummed out that you gave this first few a B, like the first two or whatever a B, because like mm-hmm. like dude, that groove sets the pace going into the album. Like make my funk the P funk. I wants to get funked up. Make my funk the P funk. And dude, I've seen I've seen I've seen them perform it every time. Yeah. And it yeah. is absolutely amazeballs, dude. That's when you know you're in the shit. Like, your interplanetary's spokesmanship is about to be bestowed upon you. And they, dude, these dudes, they're, they're notorious in four. The show is booked at eight. It is 9.30. These fuckers are still not on. They take stage whenever the fuck they feel like it. Mm-hmm. Get the shit together, they go out there, and you have this massive group of madness going on on stage. And it is just a blast. And the greatest thing about this shit, dude, is that fucking there are people of all races, creeds, colors, backgrounds at these shows. Because this transcends all people. It's just yeah. it's just that type of music. It's it's a world music. Yeah. And um I think the world could really learn something going to a parliament show. Yeah. And that's why I'm, and, I've always been a fan, dude. I've seen him like seven times. Yeah. And now that George is retired, I mean, at least listen to the albums, man. I mean the the um, al- the, the they're an experience. Mm-hmm. They're an absolute experience, and uh, yeah, again, but we're dude, one, one nation of, under funk. One of the smartest things they can do, and I don't know if it works in their favor at this point in time, but as they label themselves as the, you know, George Clinton and the P Funk All Stars, the P Funk All Stars can be whoever they want it to be. It's a band; they can swap people in and out of it. The P Funk All Stars can go on forever. And you will yep. always be able to hear this music. Because yep. like the original guitar player who played um, Maggot Brain is not doing Maggot Brain live. He's gone. He's yeah. dead. But the people they end up having him do, having do it. Yeah. So it's still one of the most beautiful things. I, dude, I, I, I break down every time I see it. So do you think now that George is retired and he's done, do you think they will continue? I'd like to see them do so. I personally would like to see them do so. Do I think they will? I think there's a possibility. I think anything's anything's possible. But um, being that they're all talented musicians, I wouldn't per se discount the idea of them showing up in other prominent great bands. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say all in all, um, I really I thought I thought the cover was pretty cool. Um, nothing too fancy, but just fun. So Again, me, the can I yeah, share something ahead. with you about the cover? Yo, I don't mean please. to interrupt. Back in the day, dude, when they would do live shows, 
they would have a spaceship on stage that would open up and they'd come. Did you, have you read about this or seen anything? Yeah, I did read about it. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just, no, you're fine. No, you're fine. So, um, all in all, it's a solid album. Um, it's a fun album. I mean, we, we, I can't, I can't state that enough. It's such a fun album, but I just don't, I don't think it's their best work. I, what you know, do you think is? I think I think the the funkadelic shit is way better. Yeah, but do you compare? Me. Do you compare the funkadelic stuff to Parliament stuff? Because yeah. it is two different styles of music. Yeah, I listened to another. I listened to another uh, Parliament album, and I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. And I think it was their first one. I think it was their first one. Um, and man, that was I got it i got it a lot more so and again i'm not trying to shit on this album because there's not really a whole lot to shit on it it's just kind of like eh, i i i enjoyed it so ultimately i'm gonna give this thing an eight um i'm gonna continue to listen to more of the funkadelic side of it i'll peek into a little more parliament stuff but you know that's just my personal taste on it um can you name a better funk album Pure funk, no, off the top of my head, but it's not my main style. It's not my main genre. So I would just try to be pulling something out of my ass. I I couldn't tell you. Okay. Would you say fair and safely enough? It's one of the best funk albums you've ever heard. Hmm. We will continue once you are grouped. Yeah, um, it's up there. It's not it, the best thing I've heard, though. Dude, it made it into the Library of Congress. Dude. I get it. And again, I completely understand the importance and the, you know, the gravity of this album. Yeah. I, 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 I respect the hell out of it. Yeah. But right. I'm not... I, me, personally, it's a solid 10 for me. I can back tonight. Okay. So it's, there you it's go. Just, it's just one of my, my personal favorite albums. It's like if you if, if somebody said you got a hundred albums to sit on now on, on a desert just advertising, it'd be in mm. there for sure. Okay. And a hundred albums would be very hard for me to pick from. Yeah. Knowing how big my music collection is. Two hundred albums, man, that'd be fun, man. Yeah, let's work on that list. That might make an episode. Maybe. That might make an episode. Yeah. 100 albums. I think we should be stricter and go 50. <laughs> good. You know what? That'd be a good episode to do with guys. Yeah. Call the guys up and say, you know what? But we'd have to shorten it. it would absolutely, it would, we'd have to go top 25 albums. Well, it depending on how many people you got, 10. Top 10. Ooh, 10's tough, dude. 20. I know it is. That makes it fun. 20. 20. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Let's Before we get into that list, let's get to this, this album right here. All got. right. I had the Isley Brothers Eternal, I believe it's 2001, yes. from what I had saw. Um, I saw that R. Kelly appeared on the only track that was actually a single, and unfortunately, I don't think it was just a single because they actually did a video I believe, for uh, Secret Lover and um, I think there may have been possibly another single that was done on here but I, I do know that Contagious was a single and that it appeared R. Kelly was on there and helped produce it um, with that being said this album had 14 tracks this is a R&B soul style album uh, there's a uh, um, the first thing I want to mention that stands out across this album is 100% unequivocally, whoever is doing the guitar work on this album, if it's just one guitar player or multiple guitar players, kudos to you guys, man. Amazing, amazing guitar. I wonder what it is you're using. Is there a synth? Is there something going on there that I don't have on my pedal board or I'm not familiar with, something I don't use? Because the guitar tone and the 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 
it's just a really good vibe. And I really, really like the I like the guitar tone on this album overall. Yeah. So real quick, Ernie Isley, the lead vocalist, is also the lead guitar player. Well, dude, I, I, I'm just going to tell you, amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing guitar work. I really, really like his guitar work. Uh, it's it's different. And if I was a little more familiar with the Isley Brothers, I would know his guitar DNA because he's got a very unique style his mm-hmm. and a very unique tone. That, that tone is uh, a, a tone something else. Um, with that being said, uh, first track, Move Your Body. Um, this was a good opener. Um, was it a great opener? No, this was not a great opener. But to prepare you for the album, it's a good opener. Um, I gave this song a B. Um, not exactly my favorite track on the album. Um, Contagious. I can understand completely track number two, Contagious. Uh, I can understand completely how this became a single. Um, it's um, got R. Kelly on it. I, I'd imagine he did some of the production on it. It's a very, very well-produced song. Uh, the song is absolutely amazing. Um, and, it, and it definitely gets an A from me, uh, an A all day long, a solid A at that. Um, so I just want to say that. Warm Summer Night. Um, this one had a really good groove, man. I really, really dig this one. So I gave this one an A as well. Um, you deserve better, and it just kind of remind me of your average your average R and B soul tune, man. Just you know, huh. nothing really stood out to it for me. I, I I liked the general gist of it. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't just like, yeah, I got I got to hear that again. Um, would I skip it? Probably not. I mean, to be very honest with you, there really isn't a skippable track on this album. There's yeah. a, you know, this whole album, you'll see. Uh, I'll get to the end of that here in a second. Um. Just like this, um, this is where I really started breathing in the guitar. And I remember I put down here, cool guitar work. Uh, but I gave it the beat. And, you know, so it just, it kind of reminded me of your average R&B soul style song. And it, not good, you know, not great, not bad, but, you know, it's, it's pretty good. You know, I heard it on the radio. It wouldn't say, God, I messed it up. Well, it's just, it's just, it's just there, right? Um, Secret Lover great song I'm not 100% sure about the singles it looked like Contagious was the only single that was released Secret Lover was the B side of that single I believe and um, man that's that's, that's, it's just a great song Um, once again song number 7 You're you're All I Need Uh, I gave this an A as well Uh, the guitar synth sound again absolutely something i love about that i don't is it a guitar player is it a guitar hooked up to a synth pedal or something like that or is it a synthesizer what is that sound that sounds so really prominent and cool um settle down i gave this an a <laughs> um yeah. song eight i gave this an a um my only quarrel with this was it was long it, it like yeah. certain certain r&b songs they will get through all the main social parts and then you just have the beat and maybe somebody in the background doing some light singing. And then the, the, the prominent voice comes in and gives a few, yeah, something along those lines. And sometimes when they drag that out, it's sometimes it's a little bit small for me. That was my only quarrel with the song. Otherwise it's an A. Um, Eternal, uh, longest song on the album. I gave this an A, and even though it was the longest song on the album, it really didn't feel like the longest song on the album. It didn't re- feel eternal. Right. I, I But the one thing I got to say about this, and I, I, I need you to understand this, okay? There's a panning effect on this song. If you have not listened to this song underneath headphones, a good pair, you know, I've got a nice little pair of Samsung, but I usually listen to the album. Oh, that's so greasy. It's disgusting. Anyways, um, I have a good pair of Samsung earbuds. I stick in everything. I can hear everything really good, really crystal. Um, I can set settings up and down as I wish. But man, let me tell you something. The panning effect in this song made me absolutely fall in love with the song because in the beginning it's really prominent, 
But throughout the song, there are areas where it becomes underneath, like in the layers, and you hear the panning going on, and it's so awesome. And they do it with part of the vocals in one section of the song as well. And I'm just like, man, I fucking dig that song. So that that was a high A for me, man. That was a really, really cool. Keep in mind, it is the longest song on the album, but that panning effect is so cool in your ears. Um, and I've always been a fan of that. So kudos to the engineer on that one. Um, if you leave me now, this is a cover of a Chicago song. Hmm. And I'm not a big Chicago fan. I never really have been. I'm not a big Peter Cetera fan. Never really have been. No disrespect. Wonderful group. Wonderful singer. Great people, I, I, I'd imagine. Wonderful to see live. I just never was a fan. My dad was a bigger fan. Um, I gave this a B, man. Hmm. For, for a cover, I felt like it really strayed from the original. Um, it didn't sound quite close to the original. And it was so far removed from the original version of If You Leave Me Now, You Take the Biggest Part of Me. It just, oh, like, it, it just, this version did not work knowing how I felt about the other version and understanding the other version. Once again, I'm not a Chicago fan, but to listen to this as a cover version, didn't care for it as much. No, no disrespect, nice attempt. A B, not a horrible song, just, wasn't for me. Um, would I skip it? Probably not. Because once again, there's not a skippable track. On the it's just a solid, solid little album all the way through. Um, said enough. I gave this an A, and I really want to point something out. I, it appears Jill Scott on that. Jill Scott is on this track. Oh, okay, yeah. So I remember Jill Scott when she dropped the Let's Take a Long Walk Around the Park after dark and i fell in love with that song it was so groovy so cool and she had such a great big personality just throughout the whole video and i absolutely fell in love with her vocally and as a human being and i, I didn't know anything about her i just absolutely fell in love mm -hmm. with the song uh, i'd like to explore more of her music like erica badu because there's just certain stuff like that i would love to explore more you know what i mean yeah uh, maybe some old mary j blige and stuff that i really didn't take a chance in listening and where I'm at the, in the headspace and where I'm understanding more about music, I would like to dive into them a little more. Um, so, yeah, I gave that an A. Um, you don't see or you didn't see me. Once again, an average R&B track to me, but I gave it a B. It's a good track. There's nothing wrong with it. Not, you know, not skippable by any means. Um, and then we get to my favorite track. This right here, Ernie's Jam. I don't do this often. Very rare you're going to hear me say A++. This song is an A++. This song is a reason to own an album like this. There's enough good material on this album to just let it spin in the background and enjoy it. It may become you know, one of your favorites in the genre. It may not be. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to that. And then finally, last but last but not least, think was the um, closer, and I listed this as a B as well. Uh, a good closer, nothing nothing horrible about it, but you know nothing great about it. You know, so I would like to point out a couple things. Move your body, good opener, not a great opener. You got a B. Closer, think, good opener, not a not a not an A for me. Not a horrible song, but not a bad song. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I got I got to give it a B. You know, I'm not going to give it a C because if it was a C, it it, it could end up being skipped. You know, every yeah. so often. So with that being said, this album I gave a lot of Bs to. Okay, if I had to say roughly, the split's about fifty. Okay. Um. Once again, this is an album. If I was to say I wanted to listen to this, I'd just throw it on in the background because it'd be comfortable music. And there's nothing too offensive or anything like that in it. It's a comfortable album. I did not rate it yet. But 
I'm at an impasse with this album. Mm. To me, it's, you know, aside from a couple standout, real standout tracks, this is um, an average R&B album. Get out of here. Average. To me, it yeah. is. So, dude, I've li- I've listened to enough of enough of this stuff that it just, dude. That's that's what I'm. That's why all the bees. It just feels kind of. Okay, you know, count up your bees because I could have sworn you had a shit ton more A's than what you did B. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. That's almost fifty percent. Six out of fourteen. Six out of oh, fourteen. What? Six out, six out of 14. Bees. What? Bees. So almost half the album. You know? If it weren't for... Let me let me explain something. If it, were, if, if, if it weren't cool, for if it weren't for the cool guitar playing or synth thing that was going on in this album, mm-hmm. this would be... A, this, would, this would have tanked. What about those vocals? The vocals Those are good. Listen, 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 there's nothing wrong with the vocals, but if it wasn't for the emphasization of how wonderful the guitar play was throughout this album, I would not rate it where I'm rating it. And I don't know what to rate it because I'm at a weird impasse. Like part of me wants to say to me, this seems like your average R&B album. Is it, is it bad? No. Is it great? No. Is it, you know, it's just like I could put it on in the background and that means to me an average album somewhere around 7, 7.5. But part of me goes, you know, I liked it enough that I would check out more Isley Brothers when I had time to do a deep dive. I'm pretty sure I know more of their stuff. Okay, I'm pretty. Well, sure they've been around for seventy years, for, so for, for a ton of fucking years, you know what I mean. So I'd imagine I know more of their stuff. So with that being said, you know, it's very hard. I'm stuck between seven and an eight. Because an eight would say, I would definitely check these guys out more. Mm-hmm. But a seven says, you know, this is an average album to me because there's nothing offensive by it. It's just not something I see myself going back to constantly and going, God, I got to listen to this over and over again. Or I've got to hear this at least once a week. It's just not it's like R&B soul is not always my go-to thing. It's, it's probably, you know, somewhere along the lines of country. You'll hear it in my, in my car every Okay, so with that being said, I think it's safe for me to be saying I was originally going to give it a seven, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a seven point five, just because there's there's a very big possibility. Well, I wouldn't say there's a there's a possibility I may check out. Now, do you own a lot of Isley Brothers stuff? No. Okay, but no. do, you own the, do you own this album? Uh, digitally. Okay, but digitally. It, but this is an album that you, you find very strong to you, and it, even though you don't own a bunch of stuff from them, this is a very good good album. Right. So Rhea actually, um, this is one of Rhea's favorites, uh, and she's the one that suggested this album, and we was listening to it, and um, I was like, to your point, like it kind of blends together like it's it's a great to me this is a absolutely great uh album to have in the background while you're getting it on every bit of this fucking album is an absolute panty dropper absolutely oh, this, this is this is you know it's it's a great background album like that and and completely understand that respect that all the way but let me let me make this fucking perfectly clear Take a look at, you know, I think the only rating that it has over at Wikipedia is a three out of five stars, mm-hmm. you know? Well, so, it was number three Billboard, number one R&B charts. And I'd imagine uh, so. I'd, I'd imagine so because it's the Isley Brothers. They've been around. It was probably a while but from the last release. And bada bang, bada boom, here we got something with the Isley Brothers. And R. Kelly's on it, too. Yep, and was nominated for a Grammy. Um, yeah, this thing, fuck, this thing fucking slaps. I'm this, not t- listen, for me. Listen, for I'm, me, this is a ten all day. Okay, 
I can understand and respect how somebody could give it a 10 if they were really into this genre. Mm-hmm. I have no dis- dis- no disregard for this genre. Please understand, I love this genre. But it's just not something I go to all the time. And I'm not very versed. Like, I get that. Me like, neither. Like I, was, like I was sitting there trying to figure out what I wanted to give you. Like, I want to give you a genuine album. But do I sit down, down and listen to all the genuine albums? No. I listen to his greatest hits. Because I, I didn't get into a bunch of his stuff. When I sit down and listen to... You know, other R&B artists like Escape and, uh, you know, TLC and stuff like that. You know, um, it's more likely their greatest hits. And, you know, the album that had Waterfalls on it probably was a, a great album all the way through. And I probably listened to it a dozen times because of the girls I dated. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just not a go-to genre for me. Do I think it's a horrible album? If I thought it was a horrible album, it would have got much, much lower. It was not a horrible album. It is a good album. That's why I'm giving it a 75, what would be considered a 75 out of 100, a 7.5. You know, it's a good album. It's worth the listen. To me, to me, it's worth the listen. Um, and it may and it may warrant, if given time and opportunity, for me to check out more Isley Brothers stuff. You know, the funny thing is, is we talked about the voices, and there were certain R&B tunes or hip-hop tunes that I remember with voices that had those really nice vocal takes on it and i remember wu-tang clan used the delphonics uh inspected deck i think it ended up using uh i couldn't know ghostface ended up using the delphonics because he was in a shootout with them and shit but um uh the uh the 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 funny thing is is like i told I, i said man i wonder who those vocal pieces were on one of my favorite albums which was havoc and prodigy kick and game at some point in time, I'm going to give you this album as a hip-hop album because it does fall into my top ten. It's a great album. Um, with that being said, I mean, this isn't a horrible album. I don't want you to take it that I, that I gave it a horrible rating because it's not. No. The, 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 the music's great. Um, for me, you know, it's just one of those albums that I could go, you know, what's that Isley Brothers album, Bruce Gable? Oh, Eternal. You know what? Alexa, play this album. And just let it spin while I'm cleaning, cooking, or something like that. It's just not an offensive album. It's a great piece of background music for just about anything and everything. Um, there are a few standout tracks on there. Uh, there are some really good tracks on there. And then there's some, you know, just some, some good tracks, you know. But I, I, I can't tell you. Dude, if I gave it a 9 or a 10, it would fall into a category of something I would need to go download and buy. And I'm not downloading and buying this album. Fine, right. whatever. Why we do this? Why we do the show, clown? To show that you're wrong. Uh, Brad Paisley mediocre and the Isley Brothers mediocre. Sorry. That's how, <laughs> that's how, dude. That's how I was feeling. That's the initial take on it, dude. I love it. Sorry. All right. Well, what do you got for me next week? We don't always agree eye to eyes. Well, listen. My bad. Awesome. My bad. Yeah. All right. What do you? So we're we're discussing next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Albums for next week. Yes. Let's hear what you got first, man. All right. So I'm giving you. I have been a fan of this lady for a quite a while. Um, when we were kids in West High School, mm-hmm. we heard we heard about her. She was the most famous graduate from West High for the longest time um, until Michael Red, And this lady is a absolute legend and you are getting the pride of West High School born in Chillicothe, Ohio Nancy Wilson. And the album is No. No. And the name of the album is The Nancy Wilson Show. All right. You ready for my album? Hit it. I have had to beat myself in the brain over what albums I'm giving you during Black History Month. Because... I can't say I own a ton or am familiar with a ton of different artists across so many different genres in the black community. I'd love to know more. Don't but um, 
with that being said, um, going through that memory stick, like I told you, my hip hop memory stick, I run across an album that really, really impressed me. I said, you know what? This is an album I'd like to hear Bruce's take on. Mm. You are probably familiar with a track or two off this album. It was released in 2015. Mm-hmm. There is a movie slash book. The movie was written based on the book called Fifty Shades of Grey. This guy did one of the main songs on that soundtrack. And it's also one of this album. The name of the song is called Earned It. This was the first time I had heard that guy because I took my wife to go see that movie on Valentine's Day. And every Valentine's Day after, we went to see the other one. Mm-hmm. Because Kate was a big fan of the book. I remember hearing the song, and you know what I say, you and I've had this conversation before when we heard a band for the first time or a musician for the first time, and we go, wow, that's going to catch fire. I remember hearing Earned It, and I said, that right there could be the love song or love-making song of the year for people, just because it's it was that good of a song when I heard it. I didn't know who the artist was at the time, but I would later find out who they were through my kids, you know, kind of turned me on to this artist music. I am giving you The Weeknd. W-E-E-K-N-D. There's no E-N-D in there. W-E-E-K-N-D. Beauty Behind the Madness. It has been a long time since an album, a full album, of the hip hop RB soul genre has engulfed me, enveloped me to the point that I absolutely needed to own the album and I'd listen to this thing constantly. Okay. This yeah, guy, very cool. This guy writes all of his own music. He's a hell of a, a producer, writer, uh, and musician in general. The guy is the guy is very, very, very talented. Um, and he's only done with his life, he's trying to do great things for people and organizations and stuff. I really like, I, I like the guy. Um, I like, I love, I love a lot of his music that I've heard. I'm not current with everything. I won't say that I am, but I will tell you the guy is very good. There's essences of R&B, soul, hip hop, electronic dance, EDM, EDM style music. Uh, the guy is very, very talented in the fifth that he writes. Uh, the song that you're probably going to be familiar with off this album is I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it, but I love it. That was a, one of the big hits off this album. And then The Hills yeah. was another one, but I can't, I'm not going to say it. I can't remember all the lyrics to it or whatever. But this, is, this, is, this was a fun album, and I remember hearing it, and it really stood out to me in the last 10 years, you know, because that album was released in 2015. And I'm, and I'm here to tell you, man, <clears throat> big album, and rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, please take the chance to check it out. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Very, mm-hmm. very, uh, very, very talented young man. Um, very cool. Yeah. Dude, what an episode, man. We did uh, yeah. really put it in. You know, you did a fantastic job. I love your hoodie. It looks good on you. Um, glad you liked the album. Yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoyed your album as well, man, but just couldn't make an eight. Uh, like I like there, just, there was just points that I almost fell asleep to it. It was just. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I'm saying? You know, slow down, girl. Uh, We're gonna take them panties off and wrap them around your head. You know what I'm saying? Dude, <laughs> dude. No. Hey, this is perfect for tomorrow. Just uh, turn this on. Yeah, hey, good, val- good, good Valentine's Day album. Good Absolutely, Day. that's why I, I picked it. I wouldn't disagree with that. All right, folks. Well, with that being said, if you like what you see here, hit that like, comment, subscribe. We want to hear from you. And we're on all your streaming services. Uh, Bruce, anything else you want to throw in there? Uh, No, just uh, be good to one another. Yeah. Be good to each other out there, man. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family and community. Uh, don't hurt children. Don't Don't hurt the elderly. Be a good human being. Be a decent human being. And if you see us, we'll do our best to be a decent human being to you as well. Well, we'll do what we can. <laughs> We're all fallible, right? 
All right, folks. I'm Tone. Obviously, I'm Bruce. Bruce over there. We will see you guys next time around. Have a great evening. We're Hooked on Sonics. Out.